you for that. Now, it is my privilege and my honor to let the man of God preach the word of God. Would you welcome the right Reverend Chuck Farina, Sr.? Praise God. Well, it's always a privilege to preach, especially at my age. You don't get that many opportunities. I want to talk to you today about my belief system. Hopefully, it'll be yours. And I'll tell you why. I believe that we really are living in the end times. And uh, there's some beliefs that should never change. And if you're born again, here are some of the things you should believe in. They're core values. They're pillars to build your faith. And... uh, I'm, I'm going to try to hold it down to two minutes per belief. Uh, Brother Pastor Ricky already took care of two of them, so I can cut four minutes off. Yeah, I always felt like if a man couldn't strike oil preaching 40 minutes, he ought to quit drilling. But, but uh, <laughs> may the Lord add his blessing. We, uh, you know, all my days, I, I've seen riots and all of that, but never this long. And and maybe it's because it's a an election year. I don't know. There's just too many uncertainties right now. Okay. Um. But for you and I, faith is the foundation stone for everything we believe, all right? Um, We need to grow our faith, and we need to have faith in the Word of God. We need to have faith in Jesus Christ. And, And with faith, all things are possible. But I'm gonna tell you right off, faith is a fight. You know, because a lot of times we, we, we fight with our mind. And, and uh, Hebrews 11, 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And in, in eleven six, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And so God's not limited unless we limit him by our unbelief and our negative confessions. Hello. (laughs) Father, in the name of Jesus, anoint your servant one more time. Anoint your people to hear. God, I pray you be magnified in all of this. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
I don't have anything to sell. But if I had copies of this, I would give everybody one. And this does not exhaust my, my beliefs. I just quit at 20. But uh, I, I tell you, <laughs> there, there are some things we just got to live for and be willing to die for. Especially if a persecution comes. Number one, I believe in God. God is an eternal spirit. Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God, he was the creator of the heavens and the earth and all that is in the earth. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh, I thank God that he saw fit to put my name in the Lamb's book of life. Number two. I did that in about a minute. I believe in the word of God. Now, I work at trying to get people in the word. And boy, I mean, sometimes it's a battle. But I'm going to tell you this. If you ain't in the word, you, you might not make it. We need the word to lead and guide and direct us. We need the word to give us strength. We need the word to know that God will take care of us. All right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus is God's only begotten son. He was with the father in the beginning. He is the word. Hallelujah. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. We could, you know, some of these you could preach for hours on. We behold his glory every day. You know, I can stand here and say, God's been with me. God's protected me. God supplied my need. God gave me health and strength. I could just go on and on about the goodness of God. I believe the word of God's absolute truth. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away, Matthew 24, 25. There are healing properties in the word of God. <laughs> Luke in, in 4, 4, Luke 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. The Lord will guide you into all truth. There is power in the word of God. I'm going to add some things just because I want to. There's power in the blood and there, there's power in his name. Amen. The word will help you know the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And if you're having problems with your children, play the word of God in their room at night. It will make a difference. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. I believe in the blood. You heard me say that when I was up here singing. Jesus was sinless. It was sinless blood that covered my sin. Revelation 12, 11, they overcame him, the devil. How? By the blood and by the word of their testimony. By the blood of the lamb. Satan is afraid of the blood. 
Moses had faith in the blood. You can read that in, in Exodus chapter 12 when they sprinkled the blood over the sides of the doorposts and over the top and, and, and all they had to do was stay inside. And he said, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Oh, glory to God. That's salvation. All right. The blood will keep you safe from judgment. John, 1 John 1, 7, the blood of Jesus Christ purifies us from all sin. Animal blood couldn't get it, folks. Couldn't forgive your sin. Then we move on, I believe, in the person of the Holy Spirit. Acts 2, 38 and 39, Peter said unto them, Repent. Be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's a gift. Oh, 239, the promise is unto you, to your children, to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. I believe when you get saved, God's spirit comes into your life. All right. I also believe in a baptism of the Spirit with evidence of speaking with other tongues. It's the language of heaven that you don't understand, but God does, and Satan don't. Oh, glory to God. All right, all right. Here's some of the things the Holy Spirit does. He does intelligent things to and for people. He brings conviction to people. He justifies people. He anoints people for the service of God. He gives power to people. He gives victory to people. He seals the believer. He dwells in us. He speaks to us. He comforts us. He teaches us. <laughs> Glory to God. He brings things to our remembrance. He leads. He calls people for the work of God. And he gives gifts to people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Then I believe in a virgin birth. Now, some people really struggle with this, but if you believe in God and you believe in a God of miracles, why would you struggle with it? Honey, if we don't have virgin birth, we don't have much. Come on. It's the fulfillment of prophecy. The Holy Spirit came upon Mary. She became pregnant. Truth is, Gabriel appeared to her with a word. He told her what was going to happen. She accepted the word. She wouldn't have had to accept it, but she did. Be it unto me. Huh? Instantly, she's pregnant because of the Holy Ghost. Now, if you don't believe this, your wood's wet. You just don't have much. And then I believe Jesus Christ became the sacrificial lamb. He was sinless, but he came to shed his sinless blood, became sin for us. He became you so you could become him. You, you may have to dwell on that a little bit. He, you know, he, he, he was touched with the feeling of our infirmity. He knew about our sin. He knew about our weaknesses, our frailties. 
But Romans 6, 23 said the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And, and don't you know, he became sin for us. He who knew no sin became sin for us. John three sixteen. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Oh, glory to God. He's the Savior, the healer, the deliverer, the baptizer. He's the promise keeper. He's light in the darkness. He's holy and righteous and faithful. Glory to God. He's almighty. He's our divine supply. He's touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He's all-knowing. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's the living word. He's the Prince of peace. He's the life giver. He's our peace, our strength, our joy. Who I could preach myself happy. He's our teacher, our prophet, our priest. <laughs> Glory to God. He's the living bread and the living water. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright morning star. He's the beautiful rose of sharing you one more. Glory to God. Whoo. Thank you, Jesus. I believe in the resurrection of the dead. Not everybody believes that. Some people think you're dead and that's the end of it. I got news for you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all had something to do with the resurrection. They all had a part. Jesus is alive in me, he's alive in you. I feel his presence every day. He was dead and now he's alive forevermore. And they'll never kill him again. Resurrection life. Because of resurrection, we can feel his presence. It's not just a dead religion. I believe God's love is unconditional. Hmm. He's not willing that any should perish. Ephesians 2, 4, But God who is rich in, mercy, rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, we should not have a hard time loving sinners. But... Um, Sometimes we have a hard time loving people. You ever, ever hear anybody say he rubs my fur the wrong way? Turn the silly cat around. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a little. Some of these are, you know, they're hard to love. Rapists, child molesters. You know, I, I just want to beat them up, child molesters. I, boy, I just have a hard time with it. Alcoholics, drug addicts, thieves, people we find hard to love, God loves. Uh, wife beaters, oh, boy. Having been a pastor and put up with that all these years, you know, but, but you got to tell yourself, God, if you can love them, I can love them. 
If you can love him, I can love him, God. Hmm? I believe sin, all sin is forgivable except one. One exception is sinning against the Holy Spirit. Doesn't matter what you've done, blood of Jesus will cover it. When he forgives us, he throws it away. I mean, he buries it in the depths of the sea. Come on. He doesn't hold it against us. He doesn't allow sin of the past to hold you in guilt and shame. If you've got stuff going on in your life, in your past, that you're still living with, get it under the blood and keep going. You say, but I can't forgive myself. Then you're putting yourself above God. Are you bigger than God? Well, who would say yes to that? Come on. If God can forgive you, you can forgive yourself. (laughs) The blood of Jesus covers your sin. You know, we used to sing washed in the blood. We sang power in the blood this morning. Concerning the spirit, the Holy Spirit, if you don't know him, leave it alone. Don't talk bad about the Holy Ghost. Don't say it's of the devil. You could be in danger. Just leave it alone. We're doing real good. (laughs) I believe you must forgive offenders and offenses. Oh, this is a tough one, even for Christians. Let me just say this, okay? If you're going to serve God, sooner or later, you're going to get hurt. I just don't, you know, if if you've never got hurt, I I just want to touch you. (laughs) If you're going to serve God, somebody's going to say something to hurt your feelings. Somebody's going to do something to hurt you. Okay, but uh, the law of the, of, of the king of kings. See, we got New Testament laws too. One of those is if you don't forgive your offender, God won't forgive you. Well, that puts you at a standstill with God. You say, but I'm saved. But yeah, you're just at a standstill. You've got to forgive because God forgave you. It's not a feeling, it's a choice. Huh? Something, sometimes you just have to do it every day. It's just a choice. God, I take them out of my heart. I put them in your hands. Now it's your problem. (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell you one thing, you'll feel a whole lot better putting it in God's Hands and letting it be his problem than you keeping it. Huh? Oh. Unforgiveness keeps you in prison. You're bound up. We we have a situation right now in the in the clan where a young lady just don't want to give up on her dad. 
Okay, let me let me let me give you the Lord's prayer and then we'll move on. Matthew 6. This then is how you should pray, verse 9. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. I always say in earth, in this earthen vessel as it is in heaven. Zed, anyway, you want to but Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Huh? That's the people who hurt us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Hallelujah. If you forgive other people when they sin against you, God will forgive you. But if you do not forgive their sins... You're at a standstill. There are people that in my mind, I thought, oh God, I'm glad I'm not the judge because I'm wondering if they even made it. Okay. I believe I'm a new creature made in God's image. First, Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. I want you to know God loves you. God loves me, and we are forgiven by God, and forgiven by God, and forgiven by God. You understand what I'm saying? Now I'm doing that on purpose. <laughs> Because my next, my next point is I believe you can live above sin. Huh? But let, let me, let me, when you got baptized in water, and I hope you did, because if you didn't, you should. But when you got baptized in water, you were telling the body of Christ, you were telling the world, I am dying out to self. I'm not living for self anymore. I'm living for him. Huh? So, so the Bible says, this is how the Bible puts it. We're buried with Christ in baptism and raised, not to live for self, but to live for him, unto newness of life. Well, the only problem with that is self seems to resurrect itself from the dead. <laughs> Hello? That's why we need to live in the word. Paul said, I die daily. My, my next point is I do believe you can live over and above sin. You're probably thinking, but nobody does. Well, that ain't my problem. I'm just, I'm just believing you can if you walk in the spirit, this is Bible, 
If you walk in the spirit, you will not, you will not give yourself to the desires of the flesh. The key to living over and above sin is walking in the spirit, living in the word, living in prayer, living in worship. Oh, glory to God. So, chances are, if, you, if you're there, you won't, you won't sin. There are, you know, there are things that we could be guilty of, like not having faith. That's a sin. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. But anyway, that's just... Sideline. I believe in heaven, a literal place called heaven. Isaiah 66, heaven is my throne, the earth is my footstool. Revelation 4.1, the door was opened in heaven. Revelation 12, 1, they, they appeared a great wonder in heaven. Heaven is a real place. We need to preach more about heaven. I, I, tell, I tell my kids, I have two boys that are preachers, and then I have this son-in-law, and, and then I have another son-in-law, had one, and, and, a, and a daughter who got to messing with my sermon. <laughs> I tell them, we need to preach more about heaven. We need to get people Prepared for heaven. You know, we, we try to keep people here forever. I got news for you. Sooner or later, one of these days, God's going to pull your card. And it's over. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I bet. They're all concerned about me getting the virus. I said, hallelujah. I'm heaven bound. I'm looking forward to it. You know, if you thought about heaven, and we could, we could speak about heaven for a while, but think of it, no more sickness, no more pain, no more rioting. No more, no more governmental, political garbage. Hallelujah. Oh, Glory. Jesus, help us. Heaven is bliss. <laughs> Reunion. Now, if you believe on heaven, you got to believe in hell. And I believe there is a hell. Isaiah 5, 14. Therefore hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth without pleasure. And their glory and their multitude and their pomp and he that rejoiceth shall descend into it. Hell was prepared for Satan and his imps, his demons. God never intended for his children to go there. You say, how can a loving, unconditional, loving God send people to hell? He don't send them there. They go there on their own. 
They choose to go there. I heard Bill Clinton one time say, I heard him say it, I don't want to go to hell. And I thought, buddy, then you better be doing some repenting. God never intended for people to go there yet. Have you heard of the man who spent 21 minutes in hell? I heard of a story where this guy had a heart attack. And they got him in the emergency room and they brought him back. And he said, don't let me die, I'm going to hell. And he passed out again and they brought him back. Don't let me die. I see the flames, I feel the heat. And pretty soon one of them said, call on God. And he called on God. And he felt peace. And he said, now you can let me die. Mm. If we really believed in hell, we wouldn't be afraid to tell people about Jesus. I believe in tithing. Now, I can skip over this because pastor did an offering teaching. I will say this about tithing. Tithing is a, is a matter of the heart. Tithing is a matter of trusting God. You may struggle with it at first, but boy, it don't take long till you realize tithing got to come first. (laughs) Glory to God. Tithing is a test to see if you're really trusting God. But I will tell you what the Bible says is true because God does know how to meet your need. God knows how to take care of what belongs to him. God knows how to bless us beyond our belief. Huh? In number 17, I might as well let that one go too because pastor preached on it. I believe God's my divine supply. You know, I tell people my story, they don't hardly believe it. My first church paid me $30 a week. No, my first church paid me $15 a week and my rent was $30 a month. And needless to say, I had to get a job, which is okay. Nothing wrong with that. But I can tell you one thing. God's paydays are not like a normal payday. My first 17 years with God was hand to mouth, but I never lacked for anything. I was poor and didn't know it. I was a rich, poor man. Huh? Glory to God. 1977, I went to Milwaukee to pastor an inner city church. I was only there two years. But when I walked out of Milwaukee, well, I really didn't walk. I, I, I drove. 
I had $30,000 in my pocket. See, God was starting to bless. If you're faithful to God, sooner or later, you're going to get it. Come on now. One day, Sister Farina said to me, how much do you think we've given to missions in our lifetime? I said, I don't even want to try to count that. All I know is we've been faithful, and God's faithful. Huh? Oh, God is my divine supply, my friend. Hallelujah. Okay, let's move on. I believe in the devil. Don't like it, but I believe in him. Isaiah 14, 13. The devil who fights the saints on a daily basis tries to make Jesus look like a big fat nothing. Sits on your shoulder when God speaks on one side, he'll speak on the other. Huh? Yeah. Cannot tell the truth. He's the father of lies. Roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, but it don't have to be you. You have power. I'm going to tell you something. If you don't get nothing else, get this. You have power over the enemy, over the devil. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You don't have to put up with his stuff. almost said something else. Let him go find someone else to devour. Jesus has given you power over Satan. Number 19. I'm on number 19. There's only 20. I believe in, I might add a time or two. I add one or two. I believe in divine healing. Boy, and I tell you what, I got tested on this one big time. But I believe in divine healing. Jesus healed, you know, he taught, and then he would demonstrate. He would heal the sick, cast out devils, raise the dead. He did it all. And he did it frequently. Only God knows how many times the Bible says he healed them all. Only God knows how many times the Bible says he did it on the Sabbath day. Oh, he would get into those people, make them mad. (sighs) But John 14, 12 says, The works that I do, you will do, and greater works than these shall you do, because I'm going to my Father Psalm 103.3, I I use this a lot. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, who forgiveth all of thine iniquities, who healeth all of thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life. And on and on. Isaiah 53, 5. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, 
and by his stripes ye were healed. See, there's more to the cross than just salvation. Healing is on the other side of the coin. Come on now. I, I can only give God the glory for this. I've had cancer three times and I'm still walking around healed. I can only give God the glory for that. And the first time the doctor called me, it shattered me. I, 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 I wept. I thought, I'm a dead man. But then I got a hold of it again. My faith, my word. Huh? It's his word, but it's mine too. Oh, Lord. I was on the field. I saw a lot of healings. But I only saw one real miracle healing, and I was in a country church. And I told this story here once, and maybe I should tell it again. I had a woman that in my church that had a, a, a leg six to eight inches shorter than the other one. I had to have crutches to walk. And I said, I believe God can heal you. And she said, okay. Came up a few times. And uh, nothing. And then she quit coming. So I went to see her. Why'd you quit coming? She came to church, but she didn't come up for healing. I said, why? Well, I could hear him say, there she goes again. And some of them people probably might have said that. So I had to give her a little pep talk. And I would dare say we probably prayed for that woman 40 more times and nothing. See, faith is a fight. Why should we give up? If you really want healing, why don't you just go after it? And one fellowship night, fellowships in those days, all the churches would come together in the section, and we'd eat, and they'd preach, and we'd have fun. We're praying for the sick. In, the, in, the, in that country church, the, you couldn't get two people side by side in that aisle. It was so narrow. And, and there's this line, and she's at the back of it, and her son-in-law's like going like this, saying, Mom's in such pain, wants you to pray for her right now. And I said, folks, can you just move over and let Virgie through? And she's on her crutches. And, and I had my hands on. I said, Virgie, come believe in God. And, and she told me later, said, I saw a pair of hands, but they weren't yours. The one she saw probably had nail scars in them. And she took one step. One crutch went this way and the other crutch went that way. Hit the floor like a sack of spuds. And all of a sudden, she's up and dancing in the spirit, totally healed by the power of God. The only time my entire life I saw everybody in the church instantly healed. Instantly. Folk, I'm telling you, we serve a God that is all-powerful. We serve a God that wants you healed. It's the enemy 
that puts that stuff on us. Huh? Glory to God. Hallelujah. He's a healer. There's a healer in the house. Last but not least, I believe in eternity. (laughs) This life on earth is but a vapor in the light of eternity. Drop in the bucket. At the end of your life, you will spend eternity somewhere, either heaven or hell. I don't believe in purgatory. How would you ever get out? Okay, heaven will be bliss and hell will be torment forever and ever and ever. And it has no end. And I'm going to wind it up with this. Whatever you live for, you ought to be willing to die for. We don't know the future. And I don't want to be a prophet of doom. I, you know, I just, I, I, I just don't want to be a prophet of doom. But you don't, we don't know. We don't know at this point what the future holds. Okay? And uh, I, I, I can tell you one thing. There have been a lot of people martyred for the cause of Jesus Christ and probably will be until he comes for his church. But if you're, if you're stalwart in your beliefs, you can say, you can take my body, but you can't take my eternity. Because I know where I'm going. I'm sealed. (laughs) I'm sealed by the blood. Sealed by the Holy Ghost. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And with joy, I'll go there. Pray with me. Father, thank you for a belief system. It is strong. Oh, God, may we never waver. May we never waver, Lord. But may we stand the test of time. And may we enter your presence hearing you say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Mm. I have a question this morning. If you think you're in place with your belief system, You know what you believe. And you're willing to stand and say, I'm not only willing to live for what I believe, I'm willing to die for what I believe. I want you to stand to your feet. I think that's 100% of the house.
Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Lord, may every day be a day with your favor, a day blessed with your power to stand the test of time. May we serve you with joy. May we read your word because we desire to read your word, not because we have to. May we obey you because we desire to obey you, not because we have to. And Lord, we look forward to that day when we stand in your presence. What a day that will be. We'll give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see and I look upon his face the one who saved me by his grace and will take him by the hand lead me to the promised land what a day glorious day that will be one more time what a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see and he on his face the one who saved me by his grace when he takes me by the hand leads me to the promised land what a day glorious day that will be hallelujah hallelujah i need to follow the lord if you'll indulge me just for a moment. Someone, I believe in this place, and maybe they're watching online too, but in this place is facing a decision. You've just been given 20 different things that you can decide, and you've stood and said, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe, and I'm going to live, and I'm going to die by those beliefs. But this is not what I'm talking about. There's someone that is facing a decision or you're a change that's about to happen. I don't know what that is. It could have to do with your health. It could have to do with a job. It could have to do with a house change. I don't know. The Lord didn't give me that. That's what he gave me. There's a decision that you're needing to make. And there's a couple of things that you need to take into consideration. If that's you, I just want everyone to just close your eyes. And, and if you're online, you can just say, that's me. And we're going to agree with you. But if you are facing a decision right now, I want you to just lift your hand. You say, yep, that's me. Me and my family are facing something. I've got to make a decision about something coming up. Just raise your hand right where you're at because I, I want to know that so that I can be praying with you throughout this week. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? You're facing a life or a job or a health decision you've got to make coming up very quickly. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Okay. Can you just, everyone in the house, just lift both hands? And you don't know who lifted their hand, but God knows. And let's pray. God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, we believe in you. And we believe that you are the guide and you are the one who guides our steps. You promised that the righteous would have you to guide us. Holy Spirit, we invite you into these decisions right now. For those needing to make some decisions, Lord, God, we don't want them to make them alone. And, and I believe that you even stopped this service so that they would know that you are with them, that you are guiding them and directing them. We pray for open doors that no man could shut in Jesus' name. And God, that you would close every door that, that you don't want us to walk through, Lord. God, but we pray for open doors that no man, no entity, no government, nothing, no one could shut those doors so that we can walk right through them into the promise you have given in Jesus' name. And God, I pray for everyone, Lord, here and watching online. God, I pray that as we walk into this week, Lord, that we would walk with confidence knowing who we are in you, what we believe. What we stand for is not just some flimsy thing, but we stand on the word of the living God. And we stand on your word this week. God, and let us spread light. Let us spread your love. God, give us wisdom and understanding, discernment. God, for know what to do with the times we're living in. God, we thank you that we have you as our guide and as our God. We trust in you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray blessing. Come on, say blessing, blessing, blessing upon our families in Jesus' name. We walk in your blessing. We walk by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone that agrees with that said, amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. Let's give honor where honor is due. Let's give it up for Pastor Chuck. Thank you so much for that word today. We love you. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you very soon. We'll see you Wednesday night.